When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the dark, deep recesses of my heart, this is the Napsock Files podcast feed and another edition of the three things. What are the three things about the one thing I'm thinking about? Which that is the official logline when I pitch the show to myself to see if I greenlighted for this feed. We're here on a beautiful day here in Los Angeles. I prefer cold and wind and rain, but uh, every once in a while I enjoy the nice sunshine and it's looking great out there today. I'm recording this in the middle of Valentine's Day, 2016. So, by the time you're listening to this, I hope you had a great day. If you're still in the middle of your Valentine's Day, I hope it ends up better than you thought it would. Uh, Look, it's very easy for me to turn cynical about love. I don't believe love is a real thing. I think it is chemicals and circumstance. I think you put any two people in the right circumstance and time of their lives with any little level of attraction, the lowest level needed, and all it's going to take is a a couple weeks and maybe one or two good dinners and and you're going to believe in love. Uh, You're going to believe that you love that person. I, I don't think love is real. All right. I think it's a thing we've made up. I think uh, we've used it to sell detergents. I don't think love is real. But this is not about that. I'm trying not to be cynical. I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be warm and cozy. Don't you want that? Don't you want a warm and cozy Ken? Well, we're going to try that today because I have been in some relationships, long-term relationships, LTRs. Is that the official medical term for that? Uh, four years, often on five years, and one two and a half months. Um, so I've been even the, in relationships, and even though I don't particularly believe in love, uh, I do get the feelings. I do enjoy the feelings uh, of this so-called love. I get it. I get why you out there might believe in it. I get why you out there might partake in it actively. Uh, as I approach 40 and uh, retiring from the relationship game, as it would seem to be, uh, I'm looking back and, uh, and, and looking, looking at my past relationships, and there are actually things I miss about relationships. So I figured on this Valentine's Day, which is a sweet, warm, cozy, loving day for many of you, uh, I actually don't get over cynical about the day itself. I actually, when I was in relationships, kind of liked the day. Like, what's wrong in just pausing and, and focusing on love for a little bit or whatever you think love is? I, I don't think that's a wrong thing. I've had some grand uh, Valentine's Days. I've had some days where you just locked away with the person you're with. And I, the best Valentine's Day dinner I ever had was an impromptu last-minute trip to, to In-N-Out, which is not a euphemism for anything other than In-N-Out hamburgers. Um and that was one of the one of the better Valentine's days I ever had. We had tried to go get a fancy dinner in Pasadena. Uh, we had this whole kind of thought 
uh, this day and night kind of thought out and planned out, and then uh, it just was too crowded. It was too uncomfortable. It was too loud. We said, screw it. We ended up at In-N-Out, and uh, that was my favorite Valentine's Day of any relationship uh, I've been in. And um, But at point being, I, I, I don't get as cynical as a bastard as I am. I actually don't get too cynical about the day. It doesn't bother me. I might make a joke or two online about Valentine's Day, but it doesn't, bo- it doesn't offend me. Go have a good day, and I hope you out there uh, had or are having a good Valentine's Day. To the point that we're getting at here, the three things I like about relationships. There's a lot of things I don't like about relationships, and I could do a list of ten. But again, Ken the Bastard, Ken the Cynic is going to take a back seat, and we're going to celebrate the good things about relationships, the things that I miss working our way up from three to one. Number three on the list Having a travel buddy. Now, I actually don't travel much. I've traveled a lot for work this past year. Um, I'd like to travel more. I don't have a problem with traveling alone. In fact, I've been to Las Vegas for four days by myself. I've been on little road trips by myself. I travel home to my folks um, by myself. I like I like the solitude. But uh, there's something to be said for having a partner in crime, not literally, when you, when you go to things, when you, when you travel. And I, this could be even a, a trip to Disneyland. Maybe, maybe you go to Disneyland for a couple of days and you get a hotel and, and, you, and you just kind of lose yourself in the magic and mystery of Disneyland. Uh, maybe it's uh, going cross-country. I've twice had to go cross-country for uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, driving on the 40 freeway through all those states. And uh, we had a purpose. We had to get back, uh, get her to her school uh, at the time in Tennessee. But we got to travel together and and... The benefit of it is, and again, I'm not opposed and I'm not afraid to traveling alone or doing things alone, but going into a new state, a new city, I can only imagine a new country, a new restaurant even, um, exploring. Maybe I shouldn't say travel buddy as I should say an exploring partner. There's a great benefit to that. There's a great benefit to having the two of you arm in arm, heading on out and taking on the world together. And having it mean more than just a selfie picture in front of the Eiffel Tower. Although those, uh, if you do that, that's great. But um, to be able just to kind of disconnect from the normal, to step away from the onslaught of life, pull back from the machine and head on out with someone you care about. Someone who you can uh, hold hands with as you jump into the river of life. Is that a Billy Joel song? Maybe it is. Is that a lyric from a Paul Simon song? I, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's a Paul McCartney song from 1977. Hold my hand and jump into the river of life. So I miss that. I when I haven't uh, uh, been in a relationship for a while, so I haven't had one of those extended trips to Disneyland. I did just recently go with a friend, and that's great, but that's, uh, it's not the same thing. Um, and uh, I, I got – the other night I went to go to one of my favorite restaurants – one one of those crappy restaurants that I like, and I went to go by myself, which is something I haven't done, or, or I have done, I should say, for all my life, all my adult life. I used to schedule trips to restaurants by myself just to relax. 
just to get out a little bit. So it wasn't something I haven't done before, but I was heading to this restaurant. I was driving, and I took the back roads into Glendale, didn't take the freeway, was just kind of driving in and listening to music and was going to go get some shrimp and a, and a chi-chi cocktail, as they call it there. This is Damon's in Glendale, and, and a hamburger. I needed. I was a little, little hungover. I needed some food. I needed some grease. And as I was driving over there, I just got this crippling... Uh, feeling, this sensation that I didn't want to go in there alone, that I didn't want to go. And if it, it was a Saturday, so I knew it was going to be crowded. If it was a Tuesday evening, maybe maybe I could have pulled it off. But there's something about going in there uh, by myself on, and on a crowded day. And then I get on the, the, the street that the restaurant's on and I see there's massive traffic, massive. The parking lot is just overflowing with cars. And I'm not an anxious person. I don't have a ton of anxieties, a little bit, uh, more of a depressive than I am an anxiety-ridden person, and I think there's a difference. But a little bit of anxiety kicked in, and I couldn't do it. And I couldn't park. I, I walk into this restaurant, at that point, crowded or not, by myself. And it actually did get me thinking about about these uh, the, the benefit of those relationships, of having that – uh, having that partner, more on that a little bit later. But so having that exploring buddy and that travel buddy and being able to kind of uh, take on the world, those are, those are the things that I'm a little envious of when I see other people in relationships and, and me not being in one anymore um, and shutting down that part of the book. Uh, I, I do – I look at them and think, ah, look, look at that. They're, 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 in, they're in Spain together trying you know some kind of food that's still moving and um, – Good for them, but I'll, I'll never get to experience that. And that's one of the things I missed. And that's one of the greatest things uh, about relationships, I think, is, is having that exploring partner, that travel buddy. There, there was, and, and, you know, I took that 40 freeway to, driving 12 hours a day. We're not talking like it was some exciting trip. But there was just something comforting and cool of being in a car with someone you cared about and going outside the norm, going outside your routine and doing something new and different and exciting and knowing that that person's there. That's that's uh, that's that's a good thing, right? I think that's a good thing. Oh, look at me. I'm almost getting warm and cozy. Almost. Number two on the list of things I, I like about relationships is having a built-in excuse to leave parties and events. And do not lie to me, couples. Do not lie to me. I know you do it because I did it. And we've all done it, all right? You get invited to some kind of it's, – it's Ted Marie's Christmas party, and you kind of know Ted Marie because you, you knew Ted from the office, and you've all gone – one night you all went bowling, and now next thing you know, you're invited to his Christmas party at his house, a little bit outside the city, and you go. If you're like me and you have to go by yourself – you don't have that built-in excuse to say about an hour and a half in, I got to go. It seems more of a lie, and most of the time it is a lie. You can't – the party hopping trick, it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem normal, seems awkward, and it seems like a built-in lie. When you're like, hey, Ted, Marie, thanks for the chips and salsa, odd choice for a Christmas party, but I got to go. It seems like, well – it comes off as exactly what it is. You're blowing off the party even though you attended. But if you have that couple thing, if you're there, there's something you can look to your partner. You can kind of nod and you can say the words, you want to get out of here? And you both know and you both have it. And you're going to go back 
to your place, your hotel, your room, your apartment, your house, your tent. It doesn't matter. You're going to go back and you're going to have some great sex and maybe uh, cuddle and watch Netflix and actually Netflix and chill and, and be in the warm embrace of a relationship knowing that you didn't have to stay at Ted and Marie's stupid party. All due respect to Ted and Marie. These fictional characters now in my mind who I hate. Um, as a single person, it's just harder. It's just harder. It's also harder to even turn down the invite when you're by yourself. Ted Marie invites you to an Easter party next. You can go, ah, I'm sorry. Me, me and the lady friend have to go to, uh, we have to go to another party. Me and my boyfriend, uh, we can't attend that. I'm sorry, Ted. Sorry, Marie. But me by myself, Ken, you got to go. You got no, we know you have nothing else going on. We know you're just going to sit at home and play Battlefront on your PS4 where you need another microwave burrito. We know this. You have to go to our party. You're blowing us off if you say no. It seems like a minor thing, but it's a dirty secret trick that everyone in relationships uses, having the built-in excuse to leave parties and events. It, it's a card you pull out. And, and God bless you. God bless all of you who use that because you've earned it. You've gotten through the threshold of that relationship door, and you have that excuse. You don't have to attend Ted and Marie's party. I wonder if Ted and Marie used that excuse at other parties, probably to get back to their uh, planning of their horrible parties that none of us want to attend. And I know who you are out there. I have all my friends. I could make a list right now and publish it of all of you who use this excuse. You use excuse to, this excuse to get to the parties late, and you Use the excuse to leave the parties early, sometimes in the same breath. You get there, wave, and you go because you have the built-in excuse. Not a bad thing. I miss it. I miss that excuse. Number one on the list of things that I miss about relationships and I like about relationships is having that one person across the room, that person across the great divide that is yours and you're theirs. And I'm not talking about some casual dating. I'm, not I'm talking about when you're in it. And you all know what I mean. When you're in it. When the flowers and fireworks have either faded or taken on a new meaning. They're not fun and flirty. Now they're a little more real. When you're in it and uh, you're at that was part. You're at Ted and Marie's party. Or you're traveling. It's kind of like three and two combined into one, I guess. But you're there and you have it's that little tug on the arm. That's a, that little half hug and a neck nuzzle. It's knowing that you have that one person that you're connected with. And you don't even have to be in the same room. You could be having a bad day at your job, and she could be having a bad day at her job. But it's a text, it's a message, a phone call, an email, something that will connect you to cross the great divide. You are each other's. You're on, your, you're on each other's side, hopefully. Just another thing, I don't fight. When I'm in relationships, in the times that I have been, I don't fight much. I don't argue much. I don't disagree much. I don't dive into those things. I don't have time for those things. I don't have any interest in one of those relationships that's fire and passion. One of my exes always said, you know, um, I regret we never, we never had, to, had the chance to have makeup sex. The greatest sex in the world, according to many people. I mean, I, I guess I apologize for that. Apologize that I tried to run a, a very comforting, sweet, supportive, compassionate relationship. 
She laughed. I laughed. It's all right. But I don't have time for fighting. I don't have time for that. It all boils down to this point. We're on the same team. The world is tough as it is. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a dark place. It's, it's, it's hard, to, hard to get through this world sometimes. There's a lot of bad things out there. A lot of forces working against other good forces. And, and to know that you have someone on your side. It's something I take seriously when I'm in a relationship. I'm not saying that you're not going to disagree. I'm not saying that it's not about compromise. And uh, I've never been married, so I know it changes and I don't get it. But I just don't find the need to raise my voice. I don't find the need to get to get angry at a person who's my partner. We're in this together. The whole world is against us. Let us not turn on each other. And if we are, and we have to, and we need to, then maybe it's time to go. Maybe it's time to go. So that is the number one thing I miss, is having that person. It's exemplified most by... Again, being at a party or being at an event or being doing uh, traveling or exploring, and just it can be just a little light touch on the shoulder. It can be a little little tug on the arm. It can be a little squeeze of the hand. It is it exemplifies that connection to one person. Ah, you may say, Ken, that's love. I don't believe it because I believe you can have that connection with a lot of people. But this isn't about that. It's about those things, and once you have it. Once you have it, it's a great thing. Once you get to experience it, it's a great thing. There was a long period of my life when I just never thought I'd actually get a girlfriend. I just didn't. And, 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 and there's a lot of different factors and reasons, but it was my 20s. I just thought, I guess it ain't going to happen. I'm some freak. It ain't going to happen. And then when it happened, I got to experience those things, all those things I'd heard about, all those things you see in the movies. And some of it, movies are movies. They ain't real. But some of those things are the movies do translate into real-life relationships, and it's fun. It's to get to experience that. I got to experience that off and on for the last 10 years. It was it was great because there was a point in my life I wouldn't – I didn't think I'd have that opportunity. So if you have that opportunity now, make sure you pause and enjoy these things. Make sure if you're going into a new restaurant, even if it's as simple as going to a new restaurant you've never tried before and you have – your partner there with you. Take a moment to really enjoy that. Take a moment. Take the time to travel. Take the moment to press the pause button in life and take that person who you're on the same side with, you're on the same team. Take a moment to really appreciate it because you never know when it, it might go. You never know when you don't get it again. You never know when the book ends. You have those moments at parties and it, and it is time to go. It's a great thing. I left a New Year's party early, not because I wanted to, not because I had planned to. It was actually with good friends, family, but I had a girlfriend. She was there, and we had a good, great, great time. But then we looked at each other and said, you want to go? You want to hear the clock striking midnight together in each other's arms with nothing but the quiet around us? Yeah, let's do it. Appreciate those moments. And when you have that person in your life at a party and an event and in life in general, and it's tough, and the world's against you, and you have that partner, and there's so many things working against you, but you have that moment from across the room where you look at the person that you care about, that the chemicals and circumstance have made you love them. You look across, you nod, you wink, 
and you smile. Know that you're experiencing one of the great benefits and joys of this weird coupling thing we have constructed for ourselves. It's one of the best moments. Enjoy it while you have it. On that note, I'm going to go have another microwave burrito, maybe take myself for a nice walk, maybe a dinner and a movie. It's a Valentine's Day ode to myself, but I hope you out there got to experience some great uh, care and comfort and love or whatever that may be on Valentine's Day, and I hope uh, if you still got time today, go forth and do it. And if you don't have any of that, don't worry. Don't worry about it. George Harrison once sang, Love comes to everyone. That is the three things for this week. Three things for Valentine's Day 2016. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all agree. You can always talk to me on Twitter at CatNapsock, hashtag three, the number three things, and tell me the things you like about relationships. Tell me the things you've done on Valentine's Day, or just say hi. Uh, you can subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Do that. Find us on Podomatic and Stitcher. Uh, more coming on the Napsock Files podcast feed this year. Interviews, some Game of Thrones stuff. And for Star Wars, you can hop on over to Force and listen to what we do over there talking about the greatest saga ever told. So until this time, until next time, happy Valentine's Day. We will see you next time.